All right. Welcome, fans, viewers, and listeners of the Fight Insight podcast. Today is a little bit different. I am without a co-host. This happens every now and then, but that's okay. We're going to move along with the show because we have a great guest today that we have been hyping up. Well, I've been hyping up this dude since March. So he's finally here to talk about his upcoming fight. Before we start the podcast, I do want to say shout out to my partners at Magic Mind. Go to magicmind.com slash fightinsight and use code fightinsight20 to save 20% on your order. I've been taking this thing for like 15 days-ish now, and I definitely feel good with it. You know, I've talked to you before. It kind of helps me focus, kind of focuses your mind. Uh, I definitely drink way less coffee. That's for sure. doesn't give me any jitters. Tastes really good. Check it out. Fight Insight 20. Use that code at magicmind.com slash fight insight. Let's get on with the show. This is going to be a very exciting one. Uh, Here's our co-host, Rain Cruz, singing our intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast. There it is. Our guest today is one of the hottest prospects for bare knuckle boxing. His debut fight last March in London was an instant classic and possibly possibly stands as one of the best BKFC fights in history. If there was ever a fight that answered the question, do you want to be a bare knuckle fighter? That is the one to watch. Go check it out. Fans have been dying to see him back, and we finally will on September 30th as the BKFC heads back to the United Kingdom. Born in South Africa, fighting out of London, England. Everybody, please welcome to the podcast, Chaz Bad News Wasserman. Yo, Timmy. How you doing, my friend? Yeah, good, man. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Jeez Louise, dude, you are looking jacked. You are a monster. Training hard, training hard. (laughs) Oh my God. Dude, uh, so first of all, thank you for joining the podcast. You are currently just out of a wedding in uh, Italy. We were talking before this started. That is beautiful, man. The photos on your Instagram look beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and who got married? We should shout them out because they're going to watch this podcast, Uh, obviously. Jason and Tanya, beautiful, absolute beautiful uh, couple. They're amazing. So, yeah, man, thank you so much. Jason and Tanya, Barrett. Uh, Congratulations to them. So, shout out to them. This podcast is dedicated to them, Chaz. Yeah, love that, love that. (laughs) Uh, Chaz, I will say, you know, I was listening to uh, an interview, and it was like an interview with uh, Andrew Tate, and he said something I thought was pretty funny. He said, uh, when two men look at each other, somewhere in the back of their subconscious, they think, can I, can I beat this guy up? You know? Sorry, say it again? Sorry, say it again? Oh, sorry. I was saying, he said that somewhere in the back of two guys' minds, when they look at each other, somewhere in their subconscious, they think, can I beat this guy up? I mean, and- I mean that, that, that depends on the person. You see, for me... It's not about that. I don't question myself. I don't question. I'm like, at the end of the day, he's a man. I'm a man. He's got 10, you know, 10 fingers, 10 toes, arms, legs. You know, he bleeds like I bleed. Um, at the end of the day, I know the work that I put in. So for me, I go into something confident knowing that I can get the job done at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't doubt myself. I don't doubt my uh, abilities. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, listen, it's the fight game. Anything can happen. But I don't go in doubting for one second. So I don't question myself. When I look at him, it's, it's, it's on. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't question, I don't doubt for a second what I'm capable of. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And look, if anybody watched your fight at BKFC 30, I think, was it BKFC 37? 37, 37, right? Yeah. Back when you debuted. I was there live in attendance, man. Love that. I'm so, I'm so blessed. Thank it, you for supporting. Dude, it was crazy. So I'm just going to put a quick photo up here. I mean, sure. I had to be very careful when I selected photos or videos from your fight <laughs> because it was gross. Like, I thought Instagram's <laughs> just going to kick me off. Yeah, Here's, yeah, yeah. But here, I mean, some of your photos are classic, dude. This one here. That's, that. that's a pretty cool photo, man. Yeah. So if you're not watching us on video, come check us out on YouTube or Spotify. But yeah, man. Uh, so let me tell you. So I'm sitting there with my wife. We're there kind of on our honeymoon, like kind of like a honeymoon <laughs> that's trip. That's what you do on your honeymoon. <laughs> my, my wife is the greatest, man. My wife is the best. She said, Love it's okay. That. We can go. Love that. So first of all, shout out to BKFC. They were awesome because they said, hey, fight in sight. Come as media. You can sit in the media area. You can check everything out, right? Yeah. The event was insane, first of all. No, it's unbelievable. 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 Where the hell where the hell were we, Chaz? Like that seemed <laughs> like it seemed like we were in a venue out of like Mortal Kombat. Like it was 
the craziest... Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace. Yeah, it's out in the sticks. Uh, but it was a good arena, though, you know, out in the sticks. But uh, the place was called Crystal Palace. Yeah, I mean, I thought for sure we were going to get murdered. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, in, dude, did you, could you, t- I mean, I know you were walking around afterwards talking to people, yeah, but yeah, did, yeah. did you see like all the girls standing on the chairs, flipping off the, the fans? Like they were, they were whipping no, beer they, into they, the they ring. They were hardcore, man. They were hardcore. They were as tough as they come. No, no, no. <laughs> it was, it was, a t- it was a different crowd there. Tough crowd. It was crazy. There was this girl in front of us that was wearing, I mean, barely any clothes. Her hair was done up. She had giant jewelry on. And whenever it was like one of the people that she loved, she would turn to the crowd when they would cheer the other guy. And she would just give us the middle fingers. <laughs> like, Fuck you. Fuck you. And like, it was, it was going insane. Uh, that, oh. that crowd was crazy, man. No, it was uh, crazy. It, it was even popping off afterwards. After Connor Tierney's, uh, his fight, they were like, they had a big, like, there was a big Birmingham, all the Birmingham, uh, Birmingham boys were, like, getting involved with each other. There was a big, massive fight in the crowd. Like, yeah. it, was, it was crazy. It was next level. Dude, I've never seen anything next like level. it. I tell everybody, if you've not gone to a bare-knuckle event, like, BKFC event, you have to go. So, so for you, man, my friend, you're fighting now. They've announced it finally, September 30th at yes. Milton Keynes, which is just yes. outside of London. That's it. September 30th. And I have it there. It says another beatdown is coming. Another one. What the hell are you going to do to this guy? Oh, bro. <laughs> All I know is, listen, after the last fights, I've, uh, I've definitely learned a lot more. I've taken so much away from that fight with regards to, you know, I'm glad it went the distance and I'm glad it went through. I went through what I did. I'm glad I went through the five rounds in a sense because, you know, I mean, if you watch the fight, obviously, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. There's not many people. God only knows how he survived that first knockdown because I caught him with the cleanest left hook a man can throw, you know. And um, we watched the slow-mo. It was on the butts and his body went limp. You know, big ups to him, though, for getting up, though. Like, honestly, wow. That was hard, you know. Um, and then to be dropped the second time and then to be dropped the third time, you know, wow, in one round, three times, like, wow, unbelievable. And then the fourth time in the second round, like, and they were devastating punches. They were big punches. Do you know, they're not, they're not punches yeah. that, that any, just anybody will get up from. I mean, if you see some of the other fights, some guys tapped for less or turned their backs for less or, you know, verbally submitted for less. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, big ups to him. He was a warrior. He was tough. But, um, and then, yeah, no. It was just, yeah, it was an absolute war. That was just something money can't buy. At the end of the day, to go through those rounds, to dig deep, to go into the deep end, to find that you find out who you are. You know, you find out who you are. And um, it was good because, not, I mean, if I ended that fight in the first round, you know, what does that do for you? It shows you've got knockout power. You can do it. But, yeah. you know, it, cannot, it can't teach you what, you know, what, what five rounds of an absolute war can. Because not only... Can you, you, you find out who you are. You, you find out, you, you, you know, that you can come back from the trenches and just pull out a win. You know, so it's really, you know, not, it's not, not everybody can dig that deep. But, yeah, it's uh, no, definitely for me, I'm happy it went that way. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, because, like I said, to, to, to get those rounds behind me and to go through what I did is something, uh, you know, it's, it's something money can't buy. Dude. I mean, I it was worth the price of admission just to watch your fight <laughs> on that night. Uh, it was it was crazy, man. Can it had I... everything. It had everything you you want from a fight. It had knockdowns. It had blood. It had you know knockdowns back and forth. It your was ear, your ear exploded. You know, it wasn't once. There wasn't once once during that whole fight that we weren't no. trading punches or it was boring. Do you know no. what I mean? So no, it was no. great. It was good. Insane, insane, my friend. Uh, now. It was a crazy crowd. It was a crazy experience. You did so well. Thank you. Um, Thank you. What is next for you now? So now, uh, can you announce the who you're fighting? Because I, yeah, I, um, I didn't figure it out. Well, I, I mean, I, 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 what I can oh. say is I'm fighting a Welsh guy. Okay. He, um, he's 2-0 in BK. So okay. uh, obviously I'm 1-0. So uh, he's got a bit of experience behind him. Um, I'm assuming he, he's, he's quite a tough uh, guy as well. You know, anybody that gets in, in, into Ben Knuckle, you know. Yeah. So he's 2-0, obviously having two victories behind his name. Um, and, 
yeah, like I said, he's Welsh. He's uh, so we all know they they call tough guys as well. So they <laughs> they come to fight. Um, now I don't so, yeah. hold on. I don't know anything about like because I'm in Canada, right? So I didn't yeah. really know about the London culture and stuff like that. Yeah. But when I was at the London event, there was a guy that came out. I think his nickname was like the King of Welsh or the the Prince of Wales or the Prince of something. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. The crowd. The the crowd was going to yeah. murder him. So like, no, listen, exactly. So they no, they they're known for being tough. They're known for being geez. tough, you know, like the Irish and you know, they're yeah. known for being tough. So listen, I want a tough fight. Listen, I'm not in this yeah, of course. I'm not in here to 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 fight, you know, walkovers or journeymen. Like I'm in this sport to fight the best of the best because when I do win the belt, when I do fight for that belt, I fought the best of the best. Do you know what I mean? So nobody can yeah. say that I've had any easy fights. You know? No. No, man. No, your fight was insane. Uh, now, when I was looking you up, right, so I see you there and I'm like, holy crap, this dude's like, this dude's the future. You know what I mean? Like, you see what you do. You got your look. Can I ask you, you're from South Africa. Can I ask, what is your, your upbringing or like, because you, you have a very unique look, my friend. Yeah, so, so actually, funny enough, my father's British and my mom's South African. So, yeah, uh, but I was raised, I was raised in South Africa, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. And so when did you move over to London? Uh, so I moved over to London in 2006. I was here for three years. Then I went back to South Africa. I was actually continuing my boxing career. And then I uh, came back to London in 2019. Ah, nice, nice. Okay, cool. And so where uh, where are you training out of and, and are you who are you training with? So, I mean, I, I train with in, a, uh, like a, in and about like a few people. So I've got a few selected kind of guys. Um so I've got guys which I started with, which is Fight City Gym, uh, Rowan, Katsu, um, and then Archie Saunders. I do hand pads with them. I also train and I do a bit of sparring with uh, Fight Zone London, you know, with um, some of the guys in PFL, UFC, Octagon. Um, and then, yeah, I've got a couple of other guys which I train with, you know, from uh, Team 2, which I do some sparring with. They do more Muay Thai and stuff. But now I'm going to be doing some work with Mark Tibbs. Do you know Mark Tibbs? So Mark yeah. Tibbs... Dillian White's trainer uh, or ex-trainer. So I'll be doing some work with those guys and then, yeah, in and about doing some sparring with those guys as well. Nice, nice, man. And uh, I noticed when I was looking at your record that you had, it seemed like you had nine years off between fights. Is that right? Or is that just the crappy website? Oh, you see, they've got it wrong with my record though, which is crazy. So oh, okay. I don't know, there, there's some fights they haven't added, which I'm shocked about. They haven't added to the record. Um, oh, okay, which is okay. crazy, you know what I mean? So I've, I've had about six MMA fights, um, which I did. Yeah, so when they said one and I was like, what do you mean? So anyways, <laughs> but anyways yeah, that was just, I've only had one of the EFC and then I fought prior to that. But I just don't know why that hasn't uh, been added to my record. Uh, uh, but needless to say, then obviously the boxing, uh, the, the five, six boxing fights, um, two draws. Um, and then, yeah, so, so uh, four, okay. yeah, four fights, two knockouts. Three knockouts and then two two draws. I've never lost, you know, in the boxing. Um, nice. And then BK, yeah. Damn. All right. Cool. Well, there you go. So maybe you're a bit of a ringer. People look at people look on Tapology. They're like, oh, this guy's had one fight. We'll fight this guy, and then they well, listen, go in with it's you. all good. If that's what they want to put up, it's fine. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No problem. Uh, all right. So um, after your fight, how has things gone for you? Because like BKFC, I will say at the event we were at. It, it wasn't a huge crowd. I was no. very surprised when I went there that it wasn't yeah. like a massive crowd because when you watch it I on think, TV... I think because um, it was very... The, the, the area as well, because I think it was a bit of the area and people traveling and the time and everything. But um, I think also they people don't really know about it. So, you know... It's yeah. Just but now it's a completely different story. So the crowd's bigger. Yeah. It's got more, as you know, more attention, more eyes on it now. So I definitely think the next crowd will be a lot bigger and better. So you think it would, yeah, because I, like, I was surprised because as I was headed there and I was telling people what I'm going to do and people were like, what is that? What is that? Exactly. Like, what? exactly. You but everyone, they, they all know about it now, though. They now, all know right? Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now you can be the face of English BKFC, right? Like, run it, run it. All right. Um, when, uh, when, you, when you fought that guy, though, you're talking about, like, the three knockouts. One of the fan questions I had came in said... Uh, was he charged for three separate counts of murder or only one? <laughs> what? What? Like, because, dude, it was it was it was bad. No, it's, it's insane. Like honestly, bro, it's crazy how he yeah. got up. 
honestly, like I take my hat off to him because like those are some devastating punches, devastating. There's not many that would have gotten up from that. And uh, for him to get up from all four of them, I'm like, listen, bro, you, you deserved like, you know, honestly, no, he was, he was, he was one tough dude. You know? <laughs> was, one tough dude. It was ridiculous, man. Um, so what uh, I, I do see you on, on your videos and on your Instagram and stuff. You're always training people like you're all, like, that's what you do as well. You're a personal trainer as well. Yeah. That's what you do in, in when you're not training to kick ass. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, work, I work for BXR, one of the, one of the biggest and best gyms in, in the UK. Um, so yeah, I train people as well. I teach. I, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. So it's just nice because I'm actually funny enough. I'm an engineer by trade, believe it or not. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Electrical and mechanical, but I've, uh, I've just taken a step <laughs> back. I've taken a step back and I've chosen to be in the fitness industry because it keeps me on track and in the yeah, gym yeah, yeah. as well. So when I'm not training clients, I'm training. Do you know what I mean? So it just keeps yeah. me on track. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. I, and, I, mean, and I, hey. love, I love training people. Honestly, I absolutely love training people. I love sharing my, you know, my, my experience and my knowledge. And I just, I really love teaching people and helping people. So I really enjoy it. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, I, can I ask? And I don't see a wedding. Uh, no, ring. no, no. Okay, so you're not you're not you're not a married man or anything nope. like that. Single as they come. I, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's very it's very tough to be with somebody like me. You know, I um, I'm an athlete, so I've got a you know my life comes with a lot of discipline and dedication and yeah. understanding. You know, so not only my training regime but my lifestyle. You know, so it's not suited for everybody. You know, so. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't go out a lot. I don't party. I don't abuse any like alcohol or drugs. So do you know what I mean? So I'm. Uh, I live a clean lifestyle. So I'm not really out and about, you know, all the time. And that being said, also just to be with somebody like me, it's it's a big ask, you know. Like given, you know, the injuries I need to go through, like understanding, you know, it's just yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's not for everybody at the end of the day. So yeah, I think it's, it takes a unique kind of individual to be with a fighter, with an athlete, you know? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So two things, uh, two things I'll say. One is a few weeks back, we had on our podcast, a girl who fights for the PFL, Caitlin Neal, Katniss Neal. Yes. And we were talking about creating a reality show that's going to be MMA slash dating. Yeah, I love that. Okay. When I create that show, if you are still single. Hit me up. You Hit will be up. on the show. Okay. 100%. That's I'm booking, I'm booking the people now. I just need Netflix to call me, Chaz. Once Netflix, <laughs> Netflix calls me. Get on that shit. Come on. God damn it. It's coming, man. <laughs> uh, so the other thing I'll say is when you came out to the ring uh, on the London day. So I'm sitting with my wife and we're watching all the fighters come out. And um, she wasn't a huge BKFC fan before because when you, we watch it on, on TV, it's so gruesome and bloody. Right. And yeah. She's yeah. Like, no, oh. it's, 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 it is. It is. But when we were there in person, I mean, the environment was so cool. But also because, I mean, we were like front row because we were in the media. But yeah, yeah. Beca because it's still a little bit away, it wasn't as gross. You yeah. know what I mean? So she was loving it. We were right next to like where you guys were walking out. But it was you and then another guy, Nate Hines. Do you know yeah, him? Yeah, he fought on the crack? Yeah, good guy. Okay. okay. So it was you and Nate. When you guys came out, my wife is like, whoa. Like, cause, <laughs> cause you guys had a good look, right? Like you guys yeah. looked like freaking like cool dudes. All the rest were like, kind of like, you know, grizzly, like yeah, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what you expect as a bare knuckle fighter, but it was you and Nate. My wife was like, whoa. So I know my wife is happy that you're on this podcast today. Um, <laughs> What's your wife's name? My wife's name is Aaron. Aaron. How you doing, Aaron? <laughs> uh, how, how dare you talk to my wife? I don't <laughs> Thanks for all the love. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> so um, I did want to ask you, because you're from South Africa, if you don't mind, are, no, you, aware, are you aware of all the, the drama between DDP and uh, Stylebender, Israel Adesanya? Yes, very well. So I know Drikas a long time. So I've known Drikas oh. for a while. Because okay. he, he fought in EFC. Um, we actually did a movie premiere at Pompeii together. I've known Drikas, you know, he fights for CRT. So yeah, I know him. And, you know, I absolutely love the way he carries himself. Yeah, you know, me too. He's, he's, a, he's absolutely a true professional. And he, the thing is, Adesanya has gotten so personally, he's, mm -hmm. he's so, so personally involved and invested that he's lost all professionalism. You know, the way he's carrying himself, he's definitely not acting as a role model. 
And um, so that's why, you know, I back, I, I'm at, I back Drikas 100%, you know, for what he yeah. stands for, what he's fighting for, what he's doing. He's a true ambassador for the sports. And uh, he's earned his shot. He's come up, you know, he's come up against all the odds. You know, he's proved everybody wrong. And he's done it the right way. Nobody's handed anything to him, you know. So, you know, yeah, no, like I said, Adesanya has made it so personal for some reason. I don't know, you know. And he's he's gone over and above, you know. Yeah. Like I need I need I need not mention what he's carrying on no. about. I just don't I don't agree with it. Yeah, no, and I'm glad that you say that. Give me one second. So as you and I are talking during this interview, I told you before, and I started off the podcast by saying I my my co-host bailed out on me, and I yeah. didn't have anyone right last minute. Yeah. So. Someone has answered the call, my friend. So I have a, I have a co-host that I'm going to bring into the show. You know, on the Fight Insight podcast, we don't bring in schlubs. You know what yes. I mean? We only have the coolest people around. Yes. So making his, I don't know, I want to say eighth appearance on the show, multiple times as a co-host. Nice. He, is, he is a UFC veteran, multiple nice. fight of the nights. Nice. He is my best friend, Chaz. He's about, he's about to be your best friend. Love that. Brian Bam Bam Barbarina. Right. <laughs> You're right. What's, How's it going, man? What's How you up, doing? bro? What's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> yeah, sorry, baby, I'm late. Uh, this podcast. <laughs> this podcast just got more. Oh, there. Look at that. And then his connection bails out. All right. Hold <laughs> on. This dude. We'll we'll yell at him later. We'll he'll get him back. back. We'll get him yeah, back. Yeah, he'll come back. All right. So he's a great friend of mine, Chaz. Uh, nice. I met him on this podcast. So he's a cool dude. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the Adesanya stuff. It really is weird. And like for me, watching it, I really respect DDP a lot because of the way that he just handles himself. You know what I mean? Like, like the maturity. I said, absolute gentleman. He doesn't yeah. get roped because Adesanya baits him. He baits him, and and he doesn't bite. So I love that. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> I think I accidentally hit the wrong button or something. Holy jeez. What an amateur. What's going on here? Ben? I know. Chad, nice to meet you, man. How are you doing? Uh, Bam Bam, if you have not watched this man's BKFC fight at BKFC 37, I will send you my BKFC password. <laughs> yes, please do. It is, it, is, it is very Bam Bam-esque, I will say. Awesome. It is just a nonstop war. He committed three homicides in one fight. <laughs> we, just, <laughs> we just found out. We just found out. That's the uh, that's the rule. Uh, yeah, so that's what I like to hear. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking really quickly about like just what's been going on with Israel Adesanya and DDP because Chaz is from South Africa. I know. I know. Okay. I know. I know Drikas quite well and knows them. Oh. And so, so yeah, like Chaz, like I'm really impressed with the way he handles himself. The way he hasn't engaged, he hasn't let the media, the fans, or Israel himself hasn't let him get under his skin and hasn't like and, pushed and that tried, narrative. They tried. They tried to twist his words. They've obviously tried it, like, which is amazing. So, uh, like I said to you, I'm really he's actually such a true professional and a gentleman, which is amazing, and a true ambassador for the sports as well. And like I said, like he's a role model. You know, there's a way you carry yourself, and there isn't. You know, there's business. You know what I mean? And he's a businessman at the end of the day. You know. So like I said, with Adesanya, he's made this personal for no reason, for no reason. You yeah. know, they've, they've, taken, they've taken his words, they've taken Drikas' words out of context about him being from Africa, you know? It doesn't, you, you, don't need to, you don't need to be black to be from Africa, do you know what I mean? You know, or to fight yeah. for Africa, do you know what I mean? Drikas was born in Africa, in, in South Africa. So, yeah. you know, he has every right. You know, no, no disrespect, but Adesanya, I don't think he even knows where he's from, like, What's it, New Zealand or, you know, where, or where, like all these other different countries? I've China, seen them, China. I've seen, I believe he's I've Chinese. Seen China. I've seen yeah. him represent three or four different flags. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I think it's definitely getting out of hand for sure. Like, especially what happened after his fight. Like, I don't exactly. know. I mean, give, give exactly. the man his credit. You know, he, he took out a, a number one contender. You know, and I understand there's some there was the heat between them or whatever, but yeah, be the be the more professional guy, be the champion, you know. Exactly, be the champ, be the champ, hundred percent, be the champ. Yeah, you know, yeah. exactly, hundred percent. And I think, and I think it's weird because, like, here, here's Bam Bam, and Bam Bam, you represent two different flags. You've held the American flag and the Colombian flag, right? Like, yeah. you hold both. Then, I hold both. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, right? So no, it is it. weird. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a very strange thing, but I'm glad that you say that DDP is a good guy. 
No, he's and, an absolute gentleman. He really is a good guy. He's really he's absolute. He's a, he's a professional, and he's inside and outside the cage. You know, he's an absolute gent. You know, you know what I will say is like I always look for things. Like I was raised, like I'm Chinese, Portuguese, and Canadian, but my I was raised. I guess more Chinese, I want to say. So like, I got a lot of beatings, you know, like I had to be good. I had to be polite. Right. So I always look for things like when people are polite and what I noticed about DDP was when all that drama was going in, he wasn't even looking at Israel. He was like turning his head. He was not making eye contact. He wasn't trying to engage. And then what I loved the most was when it started getting crazy, he did. He just walked around. He just walked away. He was yeah. just like, see ya. And he just, because, he just, you know, so you just not to engage, you know, at the end of the day, and that's the best thing you can do, you know? Yeah. Well, honestly, too, he just had that big win, you know? Uh, you know, he's probably Listen, wanted that to accelerate that. Yeah. Nobody, you don't just walk through Robert Whitaker. Like, I mean, yeah. like, yeah. unbelievable, unbelievable performance. And, you know, all the, the all the, it was like he was stacked against him at the end of the day. The odds were against him. So, do you know what I mean? So, like, big, like, my hat's off to him, though. You know, he proved the world wrong. You know, so like, like I said, Robert Whitaker as well, such a gent as well, such a true professional, such an absolute yeah. athlete of a man. And you don't just walk through Robert Whitaker, but, you know, he did. And hats off to, to, to DDP. Yeah. No, hats yeah. off to him for sure. I'm glad that you Absolutely. say that he's such a good guy. Bam, bam, before you came, Chaz was just about to promise me that he's going to get DDP to come on this podcast. <laughs> so Listen, uh, we, can, we can make it happen. So he's a good guy. I'll reach out to him. And uh, yeah, man, I'm sure he'd be, he'd be open to. Hey, yeah, now, we both, now we both heard it. He said he's going to make it happen is what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the millions of listeners yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, we all got it. Chaz, man, you're such a cool dude. Bam, bam. I Thank saw you. this man fight live when I was in London that day. That's why I know about him. Oh, okay. I didn't know you saw him live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah, awesome. I, saw it live. I think I got some of his opponent's blood. I wanted <laughs> his teeth. I got like a whole bunch of the souvenirs. It was souvenirs. Yeah. Uh, Chaz, I did want to say, man, did you know one, one last throwback to that last sure. event I'm going to say? After the, no, as the fights were going on, and it was crazy because BKFC, it's like fight after fight. Like it was like there yeah, was no pause. Really you know? They're just yeah, throwing in the next fight. So it was really hard. So when I went to take a bathroom break, uh, it was also to go check out where the bathrooms were for my wife because I was scared she was going to get murdered if she went. Right? Because <laughs> it was a bad crowd, man. Uh, so I go to the washroom and it's so crazy, dude. So we're, I, I go into the washroom. And there's one of the guys that fought that night. The, uh, I won't say who it was, okay? But one of the fighters is in the bathroom, and everybody else is just kind of going through the bathroom. And he's sitting there, and he's just crying. And he's all by himself, and he's, like, smashed. I mean, like, he won his fight, but he's, like, smashed. Like, you were, right? Like, you had yeah. a lot of damage, dude. Uh, so this guy was, like, all bloodied up and whatever and he's in the washroom crying and then people are kind of walking and nobody seems I think, to I think, know. I think i know who it is i know i think okay. i know who it is yeah. nobody seems to know who he is personally you know what i mean like uh-huh. nobody was his friend and they're walking by and they're like hey dude you okay and he's like i can't believe this i i, I can't believe what happened i can't believe it. and we're like are you okay man and like everybody was like so cautious because we're like what's wrong? it was the weirdest scene dude like yeah. it was very strange what you think you know because why I think I know who it is. I think I do. I'm not going to say it, but I actually do think I know who it is. Um, yeah. Uh, it sounds sounds like... <laughs> but do you, but do you know... It's hard not to say it, but I know. But I'm not going to say it. But I no, no, no. But, but you, no, no, no. But I'm asking, like, do you know why? Like, why was he in, like, the public washroom like that? I, I don't know. You know, I'd listen, each to their own. I think, as you know, Bam Bam, everybody goes through their own emotional, psychological kind of um, roller coaster. you know. Absolutely. You process... Everybody processes things differently before and after the fight. Um, but, yeah, sometimes, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, like I said, each to their own. Like, I mean, I know I process things differently. It takes me a lot longer. But, you know, I because um, at the end of the day, and I'm sure, Bam Bam, you'll, uh, you'll agree with me, it's quite an emotional journey regardless, you know. It's, it's quite, you know, mental yes. things. You go through a roller coaster of emotions, you know, especially before a fight, anxious, nervous, whatever it is, you know, you, you – you know, you want to throw up, you know, you don't want to get sick, um, you know, and afterwards. So maybe it was just a build up to that. You know, like you said, he fought, he won, and then it was a release. Why he yeah. went to the public toilets, I don't know. That's what I mean. <laughs> yes. I don't yeah. know. You know, maybe, maybe he needed some consoling. You know, maybe he yeah. needed, he needed yeah. that, that, that affirmation or that, you know, that, that, 
sympathy or whatever from from people. You know, he needed that. He needed. Well, who knows? Yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was just it was just a strange scene, man. But uh, anyways, Chaz, I don't want to keep you uh, too long. I do have a question that I ask all my sure. guests. Bam, bam. I don't think if I've asked you this yet since you've been around because I just started this recently, Chaz. But uh, OK, before I let you go, before I ask you my last question, is there anything, Chaz, that you want to say to the fans, viewers and listeners of the podcast? Um, yeah, just firstly, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Bam, bam. So nice to meet you. Um, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for my support uh, in and around the world. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the love that I've been getting. And, uh, yeah, if anything, just, uh, you know, tune in on the 30th of September because it's going to be a cracker. It's definitely going to be a cracker. Yeah, dude, it is. I don't understand what I don't understand what cracker means, but it's going to, it's going to be fire. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be, it's going to be exciting. Yes. fireworks whatever you want to call it but yeah i've been putting in the work you know i I train two three times a day depending on my body feels six seven days a week i've been putting in the work um i'm doing some work with some some top top tier athletes now i'm really looking forward to it so i've definitely stepped my game up so it's going to be exciting all right and uh awesome we know what a killer you are now, Chaz. Bam, bam. He was saying how, like, had he won, like, really quickly, we wouldn't really know. But now we've seen him go through the fire. We've seen him dig down deep. We've seen everything you can do, Chaz. On September 30th, feel free to finish it in the first. Is that? I'd it? love to. They, they listen. You know I'm, what I mean? They don't pay for overtime. They don't pay for overtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chaz, a question that I'm going to ask you, man, I've been asking it to all the all the guests of the podcast recently. It's a question that my mother used to ask me every day growing up. I Pretty much every day of my life, she would ask this to me. So Chaz, bad news, Wasserman, I'm going to ask you on a scale of one to 10, how happy are you? Me? I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say nine because nobody's truly 10. But I believe in nine. I'm very, very happy. I'm, I'm very, very happy. I'm happy with my life. I'm happy where I am. I'm happy where I'm going. I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. I feel very blessed. I'm very grateful, you know, for the people I meet, the people I have in my life, uh, loved ones, friends, family. Um, so I'm very, I'm very happy to be very happy. That's awesome, my friend. I'm really that glad to awesome. hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy to, uh, I'm really and happy. Keep to that positivity, it. man. Keep that positivity. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I'm yeah. all about those positive vibes. 100%. Yeah. yeah, man. All right. Chaz. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. I've been trying to get this guy on the podcast, Bam Bam, since I saw him in March. I reached out to him. He was always a good guy, but I wanted a reason. So now that he's fighting in September, this was a perfect time to have you on, Chaz. Thank you so much. I will have you back on the podcast again, a million percent. So stay tuned. Uh, Don't ignore my DMs. Never, uh, never, never. Tell so nice to meet you, bro. Nice to meet you. Hopefully, I can. If you come back on the podcast, 100%. I can, I can, I can make it for hundred percent of it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch yeah. my fight. <laughs> I will, man. I will. Yeah, Love Chaz. Nice looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Thanks, my friend. Man. Have a great one. Okay, Cheers, take care, buddy. Bye bye. See ya. Bam, bam. A late arrival. My bad. <laughs> a late, a late <laughs> arrival. You glitched out for a second, but hey. Yeah. You're here. I was in. I was out. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I came in at the end. Not even halfway. No, no, no. Less than halfway. halfway. (laughs) Dude, that guy is a freaking killer. Like, that's awesome. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, you send me this video and I'll check it out too because those are the kind of fights I like, obviously. Oh, my God. (laughs) You uh, now the reason why if you're if you're watching this on video the reason why he had to be further away from the camera is because he's a monster. He this dude is huge, like I scary dude. He's a massive man. Like it was well, crazy. What, what weight did he fight at? I don't like one thousand pounds. I don't know this guy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. What do I monster know what, Monster League. What monster, monster weight? Man. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Let me see. What weight is he? Uh, ba, 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 ba. Uh, 36 years old, six foot two. There's no way that dude's six foot two. He's way bigger than that. Uh, 168 pounds. No way. Dude, that is, I mean, he must cut 100 pounds. <laughs> he looks like I think, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. When you said that and you're like, I'm going to look up his weight, all I can think was like, He's going to come in lighter than I'm imagining. <laughs> He's going to come in way lighter than I'm imagining. No. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything, you know? That doesn't mean anything because, you know, people cut a lot of weight. 
or they even, you know, even if they don't come to a lot of weight the week of or whatever, they diet down months in advance. Massive, and get yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. talk to my, about myself too, you know? Um, yeah. No, but dude, I mean, dude is a cool dude, man. I'm glad that we had him on the podcast. I've been talking to this guy. Yeah. Like since March, I think, cause I reached out to him right after the fights to go like, Hey man, if you ever like to come on and it just never worked out because it's like, I need to find a reason to kind of have you on. And I, and I love to help promote the fight. So like now that he's fighting September 30th, it was like, okay, now we can get him like a, a month out and it was perfect. So it was nice. But, uh, Bam Bam, I do want to give a shout out to some friends of the podcast. Of course, I already mentioned Magic Mind. It's a drink I'm drinking, Bam. I'm drinking this Magic Mind. You ever hear, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this, but you ever hear. Oh, uh, wait, that's a drink? Yeah, it's like a little shot. So it's like okay. a little matcha shot. It's like a little matcha shot that tastes kind of citrusy, but it's like uh, it keeps you focused and like vitalized. It's neurotropics and matcha. Adaptogens. You hit that up right before the podcast starts? No, I do. I do it in the morning. I did in the morning, take a shot. Oh. Anyways, go check out magicmind.com slash fight insight and use code fight insight 20. Save you some money. So that's cool. Uh, I do want to shout out our friends over at Rageworks Network, rageworksnetwork.com. You can find our podcast there and a bunch of other audio podcasts, which is awesome. Caitlin Catless Neal, she fights on August 18th. She was just on our mm-hmm. podcast a couple weeks ago, Bam Bam. Uh, we're going to be doing a, we're, we figured out on that podcast, we're going to set up a dating MMA dating reality show. Uh, Oh, that's the one. (laughs) And we just told, yeah, that's the one you see on my uh, Instagram, right? And, uh, and Chaz, I've already signed him up. He's going to be a contestant because he's single, (laughs) ready to mingle. Bam, bam. So you're grabbing, you're grabbing people. I'm getting getting them lined up too. Yeah, that way. Once once Netflix calls me, I'm like, look, I already got it. I got the host. I got the you got the whole cast. I, I, I'm ready moment. to go. Yeah, we're ready to go. Uh, Claire Guthrie, she was on the Ultimate Fighter uh, with Katniss Neal. She's fighting August 12th at UFL three. UFL is that United Fight League, the one that Rampage is doing, where they say that they're giving fighters a share of the profits and blah blah blah. Do you see about that? Have you seen anything? No, about but that? I feel like I've heard about something like that a long time ago. It was. It was quite a while ago. Apparently, they're already at their third event. But anyways, Claire Guthrie fights there, so happy for her. And then, hey, your friend and mine, Marcus McGee. He's fighting August 12th this weekend. Yeah. Heck yeah. Marcus McGee, going to go kick some ass, man. I love that dude. Uh, Yeah, so that's, uh, that's the Friends of the Podcast update. Next week on the podcast, bam, bam, this is interesting. I have had fighters, referees, judges nutritionists, coaches, right? Everything in, in commentators, right? All of everything. But I have never had a manager. Okay. Next week on the podcast, the biggest management company in fight, you know, in, in, in MMA sucker punch entertainment manages all the top guys, right? Like everybody, not you, but everybody. The CEO of Sucker Punch Entertainment, Brian Butler, he's going to be on the podcast. Wow. Boom. That's a huge that's awesome. guess for me. Yeah, that is, huge yeah. for me. Do you know that dude? I mean, I you must see I do. him around. I, I, must, I, I mean, if you show me a picture, it would be easier. But Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not good with names. Oh, okay, okay. But he's, I, what I'll say is that he's one of those big, big managers, but he never seems to be in any drama. He's not like a... What's that guy that manages all the people that people don't like? I don't the know. Guy, the guy that Connor calls like a terrorist and a rat or whatever. That guy. Oh, Ali? Uh, Ali. Yeah, him? yeah, yeah. Like that guy always seems to like try to almost like be a fighter. You know what I mean? Like he always like seems to rub a lot of people the wrong way. But yeah. this guy, this really, Brian. I've never even met the guy. Oh, okay. Well, this Brian, well, no one's going to be mean to you, but Brian Butler seems like a really <laughs> nice dude, but he seems to manage a lot of people. Sucker Punch Entertainment, you see them everywhere. So anyways, I'm very excited to talk to Brian Butler. Very, very excited because he's managing specifically, he manages Jamal Hill. Okay. You've heard of Jamal Hill, Bam Bam? Uh, I know who Jamal Hill is, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Have you been paying attention to the Jamal Hill versus Ariel Helwani <clears throat> I have not. Oh my god! But every, every t- I will say, every time I've met Jamal, he's been super cool. Yeah, Jamal seems like a very nice guy. He has taken a lot of offense to Ariel Helwani in the last week, week and a half. 
I'm going to play okay. just a very short, short clip. I'll play this. Right. This is a very, very short clip. You a snake. I think you a. <laughs> I think you really a bitch, bro. You weak, and uh, you really pathetic, bro. You are very wrong. Damn it. I didn't realize I, I had to push the screen or whatever to unmute it. So I didn't hear any of it. <laughs> you didn't hear anything? All right. Play it again. Play it again. I, I apologize to the viewers and listeners of the podcast that are properly watching. It's been a while since okay. I co-hosted. Come okay. on, people. Here we go. Forgive ready? me. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Here we go. You a snake. I think you a. <laughs> I think you really a bitch, bro. You weak. And uh, you really pathetic, bro. You are very wrong. Going in hard, called, Bam. Called him a B. Yeah, worse. It gets way worse. So Bam, and then Bam. the comeback is no, I no, think no, you're well, wrong. <laughs> so I, I, I know, I know, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> but so what's happened is, and Bam, I'm glad that you're here because I, I want to know your take on this. Ariel Helwani has rubbed people the wrong way. In the past, like we've heard about that, we've seen that. Yeah. In this case, what happens is Ariel Hawani does an interview with Yuri Prokashka. And okay. in the interview with Yuri, kind of backhandedly insults Jamal, who he's had on the podcast before and speaks very kindly with. But then when it's his opponent, he kind of speaks very kindly of the other guy but at the same time kind of putting Jamal Hill down. Some people don't really agree with it, but then Jamal releases a a video that shows where he's like taking the shots and like where he's taking offense to what he's saying. And I'm watching it. I'm kind of like, yeah, I kind of get that. And then Ariel, and then Ariel posts a long video when he was doing a presser for the uh, Jake Paul, Nate Diaz fight. And he kind of is like, you know, Jamal, uh, I don't know why you're saying that, blah, blah. And he kind of, he doesn't say sorry at all. He essentially just says, Jamal, you're wrong. And, and Ariel loves to do this. He goes, I've got receipts, right? Like he's like, I texted your manager. I sent you this. I blah, blah, blah. So like, he's kind of like defending himself, but never saying sorry. And then what the best is, and this is what I got upset with on, well, online. I was like leaving comments about this. Ariel says, Jamal, I welcome you to come on my podcast, come on my show and we can talk man to man come on my show. If you think that it's, you know, that I'm going to have all the clicks, we'll film it and I'll give you the video, blah, 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 so that you can post it. My problem with that, Bam, is like, but you still want to be in control. Like you still want to be the interviewer. Yeah. So then, so then Jamal gets upset with that and then releases another <laughs> video in response. And Jamal starts showing his text messages and showing how it's wrong, like what he's saying. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. So, okay. I mean, as a fighter, what do you think about that? Like, have you ever had that? Not with any of these individuals, but have you ever had that where like an interviewer <clears throat> like, pisses you off? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd probably, I mean, I don't. Is it, really is it me? Is it me? Did I do something? I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 really. Though. I've never had a, well, I guess I don't play close enough attention to, <laughs> to, uh, people like after they interview me or their other interviews with other people about me or my opponents. Okay. I, I don't think I've ever watched an interview of any of my opponents with anybody. Okay. So, um, you know, uh, obviously Ariel has, you know, a big thing, but I think he could have easily just been like, I'm sorry, man, I didn't mean to offend you. And that probably would have fixed everything, you know, for me, like that's, you know, he's just being, you know, trying to be the, whatever the guy or whatever that's, I didn't do it. Well, I'm the right one. I don't know. To me, it just seems like that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously, I welcome you to go watch it so that you can see it. Like the clips are pretty easy to find. If you, if you just go yeah. to Jamal, if you just go to Jamal Hill's uh, YouTube, he all his videos, he kind of plays the aerial and then he just stops it at moments and goes, "Okay, this is what I say to this." Okay, but like he'll play the whole thing, you know. <clears throat> but yeah. it's it's just kind of tough, man. Like I guess 
I kind of see it like it's hard for Ariel too, because look, you got to interview everybody, but you can't really be putting people down if you think you're going to interview them later or if you know them. Um, I I feel like he, he kind of interviews those who are going to bring, you know, him the most draw at the time, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. It's also weird because he's talked in the past about like things like, well, I don't make any money off this. I don't blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but everything you do for your brand ultimately gets you something, right? Like, even if you want to say, I'm not making any money off YouTube by creating a show that gets a million viewers, you're still doing, that's going to help you somewhere down the line. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, doesn't he? That's what I don't understand. Dude, if Uh, where's the receipts? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's someone's it's, making uh, money. People aren't doing yeah. it for free. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't. I don't. Like I said, I don't know the situation between him and them, him and Jamal. Uh, yeah. But there's, I can see how if something was said, why not just apologize? If you didn't mean, if you didn't mean just to, to say it in that way, why not just say? You know, apologize. Say, I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to. It come off like that. Whatever. Easy fix. Honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. And then if if, if if Jamal still gets mad about it or whatever, then I guess that's kind of on him. But uh, you know, from the sounds of of it, what you're saying and stuff, it sounds like you know they weren't clear shots. Like clearly, like Jamal is terrible, or you know anything like any bad <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. You know, but yeah. like they were hinted. You know, they were there, but with cover almost, you know, so still just an apology would have been. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is maybe you don't mean anything by it, but if someone says like, Hey, I kind of take offense to what you're saying. Yeah. What I, what I don't understand is it's see, cause you're a nice guy. You're an anomaly, but <laughs> I'm Canadian. Ariel is Canadian. We say sorry for everything. Right. So like, if anything, Ariel, yeah, your immediate response is, Hey, sorry, dude, I did not mean it like that. I apologize for that. And, and then here's my thing, bam, bam. He should have said, let me come on your show to talk about it. Like he should have said that I got upset right away. The minute he said, why don't you come on my show and we can talk about it. I'm like, no, 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 dude, you're that's, you're bringing him into an environment where you're the one in control, regardless of what you want to say. The minute you go come to my show, there's there's a hierarchy yeah. there. Like you're you're. It'd be different yourself. if like Jamal didn't have a show or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or why don't you come to neutral third ground territory? Come to the Fight Insight podcast. Yeah. I will. Come on I here. will mediate it. Bam Bam can yeah. show up halfway through the interview. I'll be the ref, and you can be the <laughs> yeah. or I'll judge or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you know what I mean. Like, I think that was my thing. So online, I was commenting, going, <clears> "Yo, he should not be saying come on my show." That's. I think that like immediately probably uh, pissed Jamal off too. Yeah. Because the minute he did that, that's, I think. And then I think then you go back through the interview and go, okay, well now I'm going to take offense with this and that and that. But to me, it was when he said, come on my show and let's talk about it. I'm like, no, dude, that's, that's for sure the wrong thing. And you should have said sorry right away. I think you got to say sorry. I think that's, that's number one is say sorry. That's just the best way to start the conversation. Uh, So this, uh, this topic was supposed to be know your role. Are you slash? Hashtag Team Ariel or Team Hill. <laughs> Leave your comments below. Let us know what team you're on. But I am Team Hill on this all the way. And I do like Ariel. I was starting to like Ariel more. Uh, sorry, that's my phone. That's terrible. Uh, I was starting to like Ariel more lately. But, man, that one did not ring well with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Go check it out, my friend. Uh Last thing I kind of want to talk about on the podcast, last issue, and this, again, I'm glad that you are here because you are the guy to talk about this with. Stop sacrificing your stars, and I'm talking directly to 1FC. Bam, bam. This bothers me, and as an athlete yourself, and as a fighter yourself, I feel like I don't know whether you've ever been put in this situation or or if you've had teammates put in this situation, but what I'm talking about is... uh, on the weekend, 1FC had their BJJ champ, okay, Mikey Mushemi. Do you know this guy? I do not. Okay. I love that you do not know anybody, by the way. That's <laughs> it's incredible, too. Okay. So they've got this kid, Mikey Mushemi. I don't know how much he weighs. 115 pounds, soaking wet. He's, it's so like, he's like 
105. Yeah, he's like a tiny little guy, right? The 1FC puts on these BJJ competitions in amongst their MMA cards, which I always find so annoying. I hate it. My wife makes me turn it off every time it happens. Because she'll walk, she'll walk by and she's like, why are these guys wearing their shirts? And I'm like, oh, it's a BJJ competition. And she's like, turn that off. Right. Like, because it's, it's just weird. You know, like if you're watching an all BJJ competition, that's fine. But I feel like one FC knows that won't sell. So they stick these guys in. Right. That's tough though. I feel like that hurts. uh, What? What? Sticking them in jujitsu matches in between the event. It hurts it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why my wife doesn't let me watch it. She, <laughs> it, 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 it really kills the flow of the thing. And yeah. on the weekend, they put this kid in the co-main event. So you have a whole night of Muay Thai and MMA, and then, boom, there's this BJJ co-main. Okay? Now, this guy, all he does is, is do BJJ. Okay? They put him up against the straw weight men's MMA champion. His name is Jared Brooks, the monkey God. Okay. Very cool dude. Very personal, whatever. But they put their champion against this kid in a BJJ match. Is that kid a BJJ champion? Wait, wait, wait. No. Yeah. He, yeah. This kid, Mikey is their grappling champion. Okay, and they put him against their MMA champion. Against their MMA champion. What is the okay. point of this? This guy, the, the the MMA guy, is not a BJJ specialist. Like it's it's not. He's not like a, you know, like a yeah, heavy grappler, like a, like a Damian Maya. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So like, so then of course this freaking monkey god goes in there and loses, and it's like, what did you just do to your MMA champion? Like, why would you? try to get over this kid by letting him beat your MMA champion, which effectively is more important. Yeah. And that probably, I mean, even if the guy wanted, I mean, I'm sure obviously the guy said yes to doing it or whatever as a challenge or whatever, but I feel like the fact that it's on an MMA card and everything like that, and you're doing a grappling match, I feel like that hurts you more than, you know, not, or, you know, does anything good for you. I think if you did it in like a solo grappling thing or the whole card's grappling and you're like the co-main event or whatever. Yeah. Completely fine. Like right. you obviously stepping outside of the box, testing yourself, doing something, you know, one piece of MMA. But when it's combined with like an MMA card and a grappling match is just thrown in there and you're the champ of MMA. It's just, I feel like, it's just looked at differently. But that could just be me. Maybe people are just like, nah, it's just a grappling match. Okay. It's not just you because it's at <clears> least <throat> you and me. Because we feel the same. Like, And we didn't talk about this before, right? Yeah. So we feel the same. And I feel like because the people watching that card were there for MMA or Muay Thai, right? Like, I'm sure yeah. these people weren't buying tickets because they are grappling heavy fans and can't wait for the co-main, but everything else they could care less about. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're right. Like you, we see, we see UFC fighters all the time compete in BJJ cards with like the Eddie Bravo stuff or whatever it is. That's yeah. fine. Go do whatever you want. Lose to whoever beat whoever, who cares, but it's on a separate card where that's what that is. Yeah. I just don't like how they put this stupid, like they really sacrifice this kid like the monkey God, they sacrificed the monkey God to this kid. Yeah. And I just don't get it. I'm going to put a photo up though. So I can at least show some love <clears> to, the, to the kid that won. But like, here he is here. This is Mikey Mushemi. There he is there. It was at one fight night, 13 Mikey Mushemi. Anyways, he won a belt too. No. Oh, bam, bam. Don't get me or, started. Or, Their belts. That look, no, no, that's the belt. That's from the event. That's from the event. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, their their grappling belts are the exact same as all their belts. That's it's kind it's pretty stupid, Bam Bam. It's like a giant gold belt. It looks and huge. It's it, the one FC belts are probably the worst belts in all of combat sports. Like they're they're very big, they're gaudy, like you know what I mean? 
I don't know. It probably yeah. doesn't hurt to have one. But no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want one anyways, man. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, it's very weird. Okay. So then this happens, right? And then now I think it's like in a few weeks, there's another uh, 1FC event where they have a special, uh, they called it special rules fight. 1FC does this all the time. Okay. With stupid okay. Guy. That's like what uh, DJ did. That one time where they, he did like yeah. Muay Thai only and then MMA the next round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that at least was cool because mm-hmm. he was fighting a yeah. So those that don't know, a Muay Thai guy and he had to compete Muay Thai. <sighs> yes, but For it was Mike, Mighty Mouse. Well, no, I think Mighty Mouse. It was it was DJ Mighty Mouse, right? Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse. Just for the people that yeah. don't know. Yeah, Demetrius yeah, yeah. Mouse Johnson. He's fighting this guy Rod Tang, who's like a super Muay Thai guy. But what they did is they went one round Muay Thai, one round MMA, one round Muay Thai, one round MMA, because then at least it evens it out, right? Yeah. Demetrius won, fucking champ. He kicked ass. Anyways, they do these things, but I'm talking about the ones where they totally nerf the other guy because, like, the Mikey one, they'd say to the MMA guy, no, you're just yeah. DJJ. And he's like, all right, great. So I lose everything that I'm good at. I lose all my wrestling and my striking, right? So now they have another one coming up. They've got their MMA champion. I think she's the straw weight champion, I want to say. Okay. And they're, and they're putting her up against this Muay Thai superstar. Like, 1FC loves to build these, like, super iconic people, right? So yeah. they take Wonder Girl, who's this Thai girl. She's Muay Thai. She is Muay Thai, right? Yeah. The, art, the art of eight limbs, they call it, Bam Bam, as you may know. Elbows, Love knees. It right everything okay now they're doing this special striking rules <clears throat> fight and here's the card here's the picture of it bam bam for those on audio only it's three rounds three minutes each all punches allowed no kicks no knees no elbows using mma gloves so bam, it's a boxing match <laughs> yes why not just say that because God knows, Bam Bam, I don't know what 1FC does. I, I can't hope to understand what 1FC does. All ever. punches allowed. What kind of... Yeah, oh, all I guess punches. that makes like spin like Superman punches because I know in boxing you can't do that. Yeah, Superman punches, maybe rabbit punches. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> right? <laughs> spinning so, back fist? Spinning back fist, I guess. Well, but then you'd be very careful because what if you hit them with your forearm? Like what if you move forward and you hit them with a the forearm? Now you're disqualified? Anyways, Bam Bam, how stupid is this, my friend? So now you've just taken Wonder Girl and said, hey, Wonder Girl, we're going to take away all your weapons and we want you to fight this eight, uh, this Chinese girl that's mostly a boxer. Insane, Bam Bam. Nice. I, it, it, nice. it baffles me to no end why they want to do this to their fighters. Like, at least in the BJJ, you could say, well, the monkey god guy, he's not going to get hurt. So it really doesn't stop him from taking another MMA fight like next week. Yeah. But these two girls are going to go in there, beat the hell out of each other. And now Wonder Girl can't take a, another fight because she's got to like, you know, you got you might have to recover here. Right, just bam, bam. So a boxing match. Boxing match. With four ounce gloves. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. Stupid? I don't agree. I mean, like, what would be the point? Like, what would be the point of that? Do you think? Like, what if they said to you, Bam Bam, hey, we're gonna have you come and fight this guy, but you can only use punches? Like, 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 why would you do that? As like, wouldn't you do it anyways? Right? Because I'd do it. (laughs) I'd do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now if they said, hey. We're going to bring you in, and all you can do is do jiu-jitsu and grapple. I'd be like, nah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I do say that. Uh, like I said, if it was like on a different scene kind of thing, I'd do it. On a different card. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it makes no sense why you would do this. And I don't, I don't understand even the organization. Like, what do they want to do? Unless what they want to do is they go, hey, we want to sell these two girls, but we don't want to really impact their record at all. Like, because where does this go on your? I think that's it. That's what it is, and they're probably promoting like, oh, they're both you know they're both stepping up to a different out of the box challenge, and I don't know, it's bloody without without like they get to compete against each other and challenge each other, but they're not risking 
their MMA record or their Muay Thai record. It's the, I mean, I'm at a loss for words at how ridiculous the whole thing is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't yeah. know, dude. One FC is making weird decision after weird decision. As a fan watching it, I'm just so confused every time they're doing this stuff. And I'm like, I don't get what you're trying to accomplish here. Like, see what's going to grab. Put grab some feelers the out. Yeah, putting some feelers out there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you've been uh, watching the podcast, Bam Bam, but I did question greatly whether Sage Northcutt's fight wasn't rigged at One FC. <laughs> he He won with like a flying heel hook and it yeah. just everything to it to me looked so weird like i was like i don't know i don't know one fc very strange man i love the people there i love the fighters there i love the competitions they put on but just some of these things i'm like okay like it's and it's also like when we talk about like stagnating a division like why wouldn't you just have yeah. the people compete in their division so we can get champions and challengers and whatever right yeah i don't know anyways Bam Bam, I greatly appreciate you coming on, man. What's uh what is new with you and what is uh going on before we go? Uh new? Uh nothing really. No. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. I guess I'm at 185 now, so that's kind of new. That uh, is new. But but besides that, nothing. Just you know, looking to improve after the last fight. Um yeah. tweak some things, fix some things, work on things. Yeah. Um Right now, kind of just spending time with the family. Uh, we'll get back into the the thing, swing of things here pretty quick. But, you know, it's nice. always important to take some time with the family. You know, celebrate my anniversary with my wife. And, ah. uh, you know, that's that's big and uh, great milestone. And, you know, rem- another reminder of, like, why I'm so lucky. And, like, I don't know how I got my wife in the first place, but... <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's been, it's been good being home and enjoying time with the, the wife and kids without having a, you know, travel training and everything every day. So, uh, but that, that'll pick back up. I'm looking forward to improving and getting better and, uh, look forward to getting back in there and, uh, you know, put on another show. Yeah, man, dude, I will say like the last fight didn't go your way, <laughs> but it really was a good fight. You, you did fight very well. Like I, like, <laughs> My wife and I were cheering for you like crazy. Like, can I can I say one thing? There was a point in your fight where you seemed to be talking a lot to him, and I have <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen I haven't seen you post anything. I haven't seen any interview with you that talked about it. But you were jabbering with him a lot at one yeah. point, but then it kind of stopped. Can you just tell me like what happened there? Like, what was that? Nothing. Uh, I mean, just talking to him, just say you know, trying to get him to to engage in the fight, you know. I don't know. And like I said, I didn't watch any of his interviews or anything like that. So, I mean, I guess I kind of assumed he was going to wrestle. You know, people just tend to wrestle. Um, you know, it's MMA. I don't blame him. I don't, you know, I don't have hard feelings for it or whatever. But uh, yeah. he was supposed to be a good striker or whatever. And he, he struck, he did have some good striking or whatever. But uh, I was expecting some more exchanges and less cautious. And so, mm-hmm. but it's my, it's not on him. It's on, it's on me, you know. Uh, so, you know, I is just told, it, uh, let's find out, you know, let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> is it, you know, is it, is it, is it correct for me to say that I thought that you were like doing better while talking crap? Like I felt no. like, I felt like when Getting a little when more you, loose, maybe I think so. I felt like when you were jabbering, it felt like you were like getting the edge and then you stopped jabbering. And I was like, Oh shit, go back to t- talking shit to this dude. Because it seemed like <laughs> it also might've been throwing him off. I don't know what it was doing, but like you, it seemed like that was like a good thing. I will also say you'd need to create a instructional video for people on how to get up after being taken down. I don't understand why you can just get up every time with seemingly like very little effort. And I'm not saying, I know it obviously takes a lot of effort, but like you do it so effortlessly. And even the commentators are like, well, Bam Bam's standing up again. It's like, it's yeah. just like, it doesn't, it's very weird, dude. Like how you do that. I don't know. Yeah. I've always been, you know, has been good at getting up and, you know, uh, when I teach the things that I, you know, when we go over in a, lo- a little bit and uh, with some newer guys or whatever, and I show them some stuff, it, it tends to help out. And I think, you know, there's some things I can show for sure, but uh, I don't know. I just have a knack for it. 
I figure if I want to get taken down, I need you know make sure I get back to my feet and uh, definitely need to be be quicker about it for sure. It may you know look like I just get right back up, but I need to be uh, faster about it and you know just not allow it in the first place. I love that. Let's let's do that instead so that, <laughs> that way. Yeah, that's plan that's plan A, right? But plan yeah. B, like your get up, dude, it's crazy. I don't understand. Like you just sit there and you're just like it looks like you're just like watching TV. You're just like. Bleh. And then you just walk, get right back up, and your opponent's like, "What the fuck? I just, I just did all this effort to take you down." I don't know. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, yeah. But man, I look. I, I thought you did really well, man. I, it was, it was a good fight. I was happy for you, man. And I, and I hope you're, you're, you're healthy. You're, you're, you're in good spirits. I did take obviously. a really bad eye poke, and it so that sucked. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. 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 But everything good. Eye vision, good. Getting better, yeah. Good, good, my friend. Um, all right. I am going to end the podcast here for the audio listeners. See you later <clears throat> for the video listeners. We're going to put some videos here that you can click on. Bam, bam. I'll put one of your old ones up there. And then Ooh, I'll put... Uh, click on that. Click on that guy here. Point, well, click point, right there. point right there. No, your other hand. Your other hand. Because it's going to... Oh, hold on. I switch into oh, you got to hold it. All right. Hold on. Oh, Boom. Oh, click on that. Right, up or down, click up. on that. Right there. Click, click on that. Click on it. Click on yeah. it. Uh, click on that, and then I and then I put with a BKFC fighter down there as well. Because if you're here because of Chaz Wasserman, thank you so much, Bam Bam. I appreciate you greatly for joining the podcast, man. This really saved my butt because otherwise it would tune be- in to Chaz in, in September, right? Tune Boom. in to Chaz in September. Here's a picture of him after he won his fight, Bam Bam. Heck yeah! God damn, dude, that dude is yep. crazy. Anyways, check us out, Bam Bam. See you later, my friend. Point to the video again one more time because I gotta do this again. Too. Man, I got all my right here. Oh, wrong hand. Wrong, wrong hand. hand. Wrong hand. All right, there we go. The video's right there. The video's right there. Click it. Click it. Get all it. Right, click it. Click it. Click it.